welcome to Gapology Radio with your hosts Mark Tinas and Brian Brockhoff. This is your leadership development podcast where they share unique insights with the purpose of helping leaders achieve their greatest potential. You can learn more by reading their books, Gapology, Imbar, and Speed of Purpose, or by participating in one of their workshops. All of this and more can be found on their website, gapology.org. Hey everybody, welcome to Gapology Radio. As a reminder, our flagship book, Gapology, How Winning Leaders Close Performance Gaps, is available as an audiobook on Audible. So for those of you who travel a lot, the Audible version, as well as this podcast, are great ways to keep your Gapology knowledge fresh. But for today, we have the amazing Sarah and Judy Shulock joining Mark and I on the show today. So let's go ahead and get things rolling. Hey, Judy, Sarah, Mark, everybody's here. Everybody's in the house. How's it hey, going? We're hey, in the everybody. house. Woo! Everybody's, everybody's here. Man, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for we're this pumped. one. Everybody's here. That's so psyched. The gang's in the house. Yes. Raise the roof. <laughs> um, so we have a fantastic topic to share with you. It's maybe going to be a little different uh, type of podcast tonight. Um, it's really, it's, it's one, I don't think we've really talked about this before, Mark, have we? Well, it, it's all gapology, but this is a new podcast. Yeah. 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 So, you know, in, in looking back on the, I don't know, 80 podcasts or whatever we've done so far. Um, so we haven't covered this one, which is kind of strange, but, um, but we're going to get into that. We're going to talk about it, which it's really speaks to the power of really focusing the team on closing the importance gap. It's really kind of at the core of this. So, um, so Mark, do you want to set this one up? Yeah, let me let me tell you this story. So, uh, a few years ago, I think it was a few years ago, Brian and I were working with a team, and they were three months into a major key objective and had made no progress. So Brian and I were brought in to help facilitate some movement. So three months into a major objective and no progress. So think about that. So we listened to a number of people and heard that they were just letting other stuff, I think busy work you might call it, uh, get in the way. They were making excuses. So other stuff had become somehow more important than the key objective. So Brian and I are thinking, hey, we got an importance gap issue here. So we, we're listening, we're listening individually. So we said, you know what? Let's go ahead and pull the key leaders together. So we pulled everybody together in a room and we just listened and we listened. But again, what it was, was excuses about why they weren't focused on this key objective. And I'm not going to share what it is or the company, but trust me, it was a key objective. And clearly, Brian and I are looking at each other during this meeting. It was an importance gap issue. They had lost the importance gap. They had lost connection with this key objective, which was much more important than the things they were doing day in and day out. So we just listened. We didn't didn't talk much. Brian looked at me, I looked back at him, and I said to the group sitting around the table, 
who hadn't who had made no progress on a key objective what if we had to do it today and for a moment they thought they didn't hear me correctly so i repeated myself i think brian you you said it again <laughs> what if we had to do it today and somebody said do what achieve the key objective in a single day what if we had to do it today and then there was silence now i personally love silence because i know in the silence there is thinking the minds are spinning there is there's things coming from silence so silence is a great thing so if it ever happens to you as a leader let it go let it sit there let it go what if we had to do it today so what happened was that actually created energy within the room and i stepped up as i always do to the whiteboard and we started charting out ideas on what if we had to do it today what would we do what steps would we take what actions would we take what if we had to complete this key objective which had no progress in 3 months what if we had to do it today and pretty soon brian correct me if i'm wrong the whiteboard was filled with ideas oh absolutely the group actually connected with the thought that we could do it today so we took the whiteboard ideas and narrowed it to the top 5 and we agreed to put it in motion that day and let me tell you it was an amazing day now the end of the story would be we didn't achieve the key objective that day but within a few weeks we had it nailed all because we were thinking about what if we had to achieve it on that day and to do it on that day so major movement was made the other thing that occurred though was it gave them a glimpse into the future about what happens when we hit a wall all we need to do is change our mindset we need to think about it differently we can't get bogged down in the busy work we need to reprioritize understand the importance gap and close it and go after it hard so this organization the group Brian and I worked with incredibly successful this key objective being conquered being achieved likely led them to many successes in the future so we're very proud of the day that we said what if we had to do it today <laughs> yeah i i'll just jump in for a second here cuz there's there's a couple things here that um just really blew me away as we were going through this and again i i can't believe we haven't talked about this before but um i saw this dramatic shift in the people in the room so picture somebody walking in and saying what if we had to do it today so that sends all sorts of thoughts through your mind so much fear i i just felt like there was so much fear in the room they're thinking oh my god if we don't do it are we all fired um are we closing business are we and it wasn't and and it was actually something that was uh, an emotional shock to their system that shifted their paradigm on the spot but from that and through the exercise that we did 
It moved from fear to the feeling of challenge, which then that shifts that where you're afraid to now you're like geared up and, and ready to go. And that shifted to just energy and the room just exploded with energy. But, and that, that it didn't even take that long, but you, at first you saw people, you know, looking around the room, uh, everyone was silent to everyone being loud and throwing out ideas and the, the different things that were putting on, put on the whiteboard. I mean, we filled up that whiteboard in like no time, just with ideas, just thinking out of, out of the box on these things. So that was just such a dramatic event. Um, it really speaks to a lack of focus that had been there that then became focus. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, Judy, what do you think? Well, I think that it's really uh, interesting because I think a lot of times we're talking longer term and we don't really understand the importance gap or the sense of urgency. And when you're all of a sudden faced with, what if we did today? Then it's like, what do you really do? And I can see how, even if it doesn't end up occurring today, but you're planning like it was going to occur today, I can see how that really brings about that sense of urgency. Yeah, yeah. When you look at gapology, this group had the knowledge gap closed. They were knowledgeable. They knew what to do, how to do it. They had a big importance gap issue. And when you close that importance gap so immediately, like on the spot, it yeah. leads to the action. It leads to action. It just instantly creates action. So for, for the leaders out there, this is a tool for your toolbox that you can pull out. Now, if you pull it out all the time, it's not going to matter. It's going to become in insignificant. But when it matters, understand that that knowledge gap can be closed in an instant and you can make major movement. Sarah, what are your thoughts? I know your head's spinning. I know in the silence, the wheels are turning, right? And even uh, even when I get accidentally muted, it's just more time for thinking. Um, but it's, it's interesting when one of the things I was jotting down when you were telling that story was getting caught in the minutia. And I think that's one of the things that we hang ourselves up on way too often where there were probably people sitting in that room going, well, today, today I have payroll. And by the end of the week, I have this. And by Friday, I have to um, get all these things out. So I, don't, I can't worry about this being done today because we think of all these other administrative things we have to do. And in addition to that, I, I think about that struggle with prioritization and almost when, when you reach a challenge. And it's interesting that you were talking about how long this organization struggled with this being an issue that they still didn't make any progress whatsoever. And, um, you know, since this isn't a Facebook Live and my boyfriend doesn't listen to Gapology Radio, I'll yeah. tell you this story. Um, but uh -oh. have you ever seen that graphic where someone is digging for a buried treasure and they stop just shy of it? It's a little, you know, a meme or a photo that goes around the internet every once in a while where you're so close to achieving and then you don't. Well, he had, uh, my boyfriend was trying to install curtains in his bedroom, you know, the kind of really thick curtains that block the light because it would improve his sleep, right? So it becomes a priority because it's good for your health and he wanted to install these curtains. And he goes to start drilling into the wall and he hits a piece of metal or something. And he goes, well, clearly, because I live near these railroad tracks, clearly this is the framing that 
holds the windows in and I'm never going to be able to have these curtains because <laughs> I have hit a piece of metal. So he let these curtains sit for probably two, two years, year and a half, two years. And his, his parents had come up to let him borrow a, a impact drill because then he thought maybe what he needed was more power. So he, he goes and I said, you know, have you tried just going up an inch and to the right an inch and seeing if you still hit that piece of metal? And wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't you know it? He had a screw. He had a screw. It wasn't a it wasn't a piece of metal. It was hitting a screw. But the the analogy here is that sometimes you hit a hiccup, you hit a, a roadblock, and you think the road is closed. You think that it's a detour. It was just getting bumpy. And I think that sometimes that importance gap when you have those waivers of that um, I don't know those questions of faith, right? Where people are saying, "Ah, is it really going to be?" Or, or can I pick off some of this other low-hanging fruit of priorities that are just sitting out there that we call the busy work? Well, I'd rather focus on this. I'd rather focus on that. But is that helping you move the needle towards the big goal? And if it's not, can you ask for help? Do you feel supported in the culture that we're talking about building with Capology that people can ask um, and really make it through the bumps? <laughs> Oh, Sarah, I love that. I, love I that. It reminds me of uh, a time way back where I heard, is this a speed bump or a, how did that go? Is this a, road, a speed bump or a roadblock? And I think when you're, what you're saying is like, you were kind of elevating the importance gap because if it's not maybe that important, then you're like, oh, okay, speed bump, maybe I'm looking at it as a roadblock. But when Sarah was, you were kind of raising the importance gap and you're kind of like, Hey, maybe this isn't a roadblock. Maybe it's just like a speed bump. And when when that importance gap is raised and you're like saying, hey, if you had to do this today, do you think you could like maybe double check that maybe it's not just a screw? Maybe it's not <laughs> one or two. Like you could maybe do this. So it's fascinating. Love that. I don't know that he's as excited about that uh, revelation, but I'm excited that there's none. You know, I just texted him. Light he, he is very excited. Oh my goodness! Now I'm concerned. <laughs> he's being featured on the show. I love that. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, I love that being caught up in the minutia. So many times, I think that does prevent us from taking action on things. We get caught up. I always call it bogged down in the real world. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, um, especially from a trainer perspective, which is my background. So, um, you know, I'll train all day long, but unless people take it and actually put it to, to work, you know, it doesn't mean anything. Um, and a lot of times I'll hear feedback. Well, you know, I had to do this or I had to do that. Or I had to do this. Or I had to do that. And it's really being bogged down in that real world. And, and it prevents that stuff and and shifting their paradigm by, you know, asking this them that question. What if we had to do it today? It shifts that instantly right on the spot. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, since training Gapology at uh, Bakhtarak, it's definitely put it in my, I'm getting these words used against me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anything we're not doing, it's like, is it a knowledge gap? Is it an imports gap? Is it an action gap? And so it's really been uh, quite an experience. But uh, I, I definitely recognize the fact that life gets in the way of doing things then. And it really comes down to saying what is really important and how do we reinforce that to the people like 
to your point, Brian, like I like train people all the time. It's like, yeah, people can be trained, but if their boss isn't there reinforcing that message, continually providing that support and talking about why it's really important, it's just not going to get done today or any day. One of the things I think about from this podcast that I'd like, you know, the leaders that are listening to take away is this is a new tool. And that tool would be to gather your team together when it matters and say, what if we had to do it today and just see what comes from that, what ideas come from that, um, how it changes everything in relation to their thought process. And again, you've got to be serious about it and it can't be you know, something you use all the time, but when it matters, it matters. And again, it's the essence of gapology. You close that importance gap with a team that's knowledgeable and you move them to action. That's all you're doing here. Mark, but, I have to tell you that I'm so excited to take this into my organization because I know that we all come from very different backgrounds and we're applying these things like Judy's talking about applying them at this Bok to Rock franchise and working once again, as the only paid employee of a nonprofit puts a lot of pressure on me, right? So we have to, we have to live in the importance gap, like knowledge gaps, they exist because we're bringing in volunteers constantly, and we're constantly training new people and onboarding. But to really get people around the importance gap is what helps you raise money for all these things. And so what happens, especially in nonprofits with this is, well, wouldn't it be fun if we did this type of event? Or wouldn't it be cool if we did this type of thing for these people? Or wouldn't it be sweet if we could buy this type of thing? And and while you want people to have that expansive thinking, it's distracting and it's and it's diluting those priorities and those goals. And yes. so I'm constantly the person going, well but okay, how's it going to make money? And that's a phenomenal idea. How do we monetize it? And wonderful. How does it bring in funds? Because I can have people coming in all day to volunteer and I can have trainers on deck like Brian to train them. But if we don't have everyone, once they get there saying, how do we secure funding to continue working and continue paying Sarah and continue doing, you know, having our own legacy in the organization, then that's the type of thing. What if we had to raise all of the money for the year today? I want to take, we have a board meeting Monday night. I want to take this to them. What if we had to raise our entire match from the city today? What would we throw a bake sale? Would Like what, show me how we solve it today. Here's the whiteboard. Love it. That's wonderful. That's it. That's it. And uh, it's amazing what we can accomplish. Yeah, I think it's I think it's really a good point. Even if it doesn't happen today, if you're looking at it as it ha- as it had to happen today, you're much more likely to get the right answers. What if it What if it had to happen today? What What would we do? I mean, there's people in the world today mm. that are facing life and death scenarios. What if they had to get whatever that is done today? Yeah, that's probably a good. A good thing people can relate to right now. I mean, we'd get it done though, right? Right. We would get it done. What others might view as months, we'd get it done today. So it's just, it's a tool, again, that leaders can leverage that is of great significance uh, if they do it correctly. So Brian and I were talking about, well, you know, what's the objective of this podcast is to change the mindset of leaders. Mm-hmm. To have them think differently and to give them a tool that they can leverage. So it's yep. uh, it's, it's a big deal. Yeah. One last thing I, I want to just make a comment on this too is that I think when you're leading this conversation, 
It's also important to look in the mirror and ask yourself the same question. So how will you lead this meeting differently if you had to do it today? How will you close the knowledge gap, your own knowledge gap, your team's knowledge gap, if you had to do it today? How will you close the importance gap if you had to do it today? How will you close the action gap? All these different pieces that we talk about every week, you have to look at yourself first. So I think you need to believe that. You need to really believe deep down that, you know what, we have to do it today, you know, and really start there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. I think the way you present it, it comes across if you're believing we need to do it today or this is something we really need to work towards. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. a completely different message. Yeah, totally, totally. totally. Yep. yep. What if we had to do it today? Yeah. Okay. Um, any last uh, comments anybody has? I think I think it's just so easy to roll into the next meeting, and I say that because our culture seems to be obsessed with meetings and status update meetings and checking in on your work meetings. And it almost feels like, well, as long as there's an update, that's all they're looking for. And, you know, going back to this example of nonprofit work where we have board meetings on a monthly basis, the amount of time that priorities or tasks or things that we're saying are important are rolling on our agendas from that same meeting to the next meeting, the next month and the next meeting, the next month. We have to, like Mark is saying, shift the mindset of the leaders, the ones who are leading the meetings and running the meetings, leading the teams and putting this kind of starting the wheel spinning. Because if we don't have that momentum, it's really hard to be a leader at the back and push everyone forward, that you have to be that leader at the front who's pulling to get the movement and then the team can <laughs> exceed you if they need to. But you know, I think that that's really the role of the leaders here is to really to find those opportunities and those gaps where it's, it's still coming up. Why is this still coming up? Why is it not resolved? And what if we did it today or had to do it? I think that is such a good point that um, it's probably not like an in-depth discussion today, but I think the, just the point of is a status update. Okay. Like that the world has become, meetings and status updates. And if I can just like get through this meeting, like, and tell them something, I can get through to the next meeting. As opposed to like having a resolution today, you know, I think that there's really something to be said for like making this happen today. It's not, it's just not okay. Like an update, but I think there has been such an overwhelming amount of meetings and status updates that that's, that's just not okay. We need a resolution. We're also triggered. Yeah. I said status update. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's really, it's really a good point. And I've been, I probably have been on both sides of those, to be honest with you. You know, I've been trying to get the answer and trying to get through the meeting. I think it's really a good challenge. All right, cool. Okay. All well, right. I think that's good for tonight. Uh, Sarah, thanks so. for your uh, um, insight at the end there. I love that. So I think that's really great. So um, thanks, everybody. Did we we'll, make uh, it happen today? Yes, we made the podcast happen today. All right. <laughs> All we done. actually did it in one day. Wow. Make it happen today. All right. <laughs> All right, thanks everybody. Have a great night. Talk to you later. Thanks so much. Thank Bye. you. Yep. Bye. Bye. All right. That'll do it from here. For more information on our books, our live or virtual workshops, or anything else Gapology related, head on over to our website, gapology.org. 
Everyone have a fantastic week. Talk to you soon. This has been a Gapology Institute production. Visit us at gapology.org.